We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Welcome back to the Positively Real Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Brittany King, and I'm so excited. I'm sweating already about this this conversation, but I'm just beyond, because if you listen to last week's episode, I share my birth story, and now I get to share, I would say, one of the most important pieces of my birthing experience is my doula, but not just any doula. Like, what are the chances that your doula also gets to be one of your best friends that has like known you for almost 10 years and has seen you through all of these crazy stages of your life? Like that in and of itself is just so special. So I get to welcome to the show, Peachy Berman. Welcome to the show, P. Thanks, B. It's so good to be here. Oh my gosh. And we're going to try not to get emotional because we're just already emotional being. So, I mean, if we get emotional, it's amazing, but I could get emotional just thinking about you and you following this journey of becoming a doula and how I remember like literally right after I gave birth, how I was thinking that this is exactly what you're supposed to be doing with your life. I even think that I was thinking that while I was in labor, like you came in and just held me. And I literally like melted in your arms. And I was like, this is what she's supposed to be doing in the midst of labor pains and contractions. I literally had that thought. So I could just get like, I love when I see people following their purpose and their calling. And like, when you told me the day that you were going to be a doula, I was like, holy shit, nothing has made more sense to me in my life. So I'm just excited to share about our experience. And then, you know, what a doula is, because I, I find that there's a lot of confusion around doulas. And I want to use this as an opportunity to clear that up. So this is just really exciting. Um, but P why don't you start with an introduction, like who you are, what, like, what are you here on this earth to do? And then we'll get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks V. Well, like most people, women, um, I was, you know, first inspired by becoming a doula, from my own personal experience of giving birth to my son um, about four and a half years ago. But at that time, I had no idea what the doula was either. So I did the things that a first time mom does and took some classes, um, took a few classes in the hospital at Modern Milk, all the things that you can do knowing that education is power. And um, went into birth and knowing that I trust my body, Um, It was the most magical, thrilling, scary, uplifting, crazy experience I've ever had. And went through all the things of um, a bit of all the feelings you could feel. And I got to experience my full maternity leave um, with Lululemon for seven months. And coming back into work, I um, talked to a lot of my colleagues about their birth and their birth story and knowing that women just remember their birth story forever. And if before you give birth, you don't really share your birth story to another woman so much. Um, And I've noticed that most of my friends at Lululemon, which are 85% women in that company, um, mostly had some fearful based birth stories. And every time I listened to their story, I was just in awe of how much it could change and how much I need to change this. And one of my colleagues at work was like, you need to become a birth doula. And I was like, I have no idea what that is. Is that a midwife? So the, all the questions that people have, is that a midwife? Is that an OB? What is this? So I, I went to Google search and I saw that um, it's a professionally trained person, mostly women, but there are men out there that are doulas as well. Um, I call them emotional. I call them mulas. Mulas. <laughs> So we provide, you know, the four elements of care. So the four elements of care for doulas are um, like physical comfort measures. You felt a lot of that be Mm -hmm. Um, emotional support, informational support, and then advocacy. 
Um, so really supporting and helping the moms and dads really speak and make the right decisions for themselves during um, the time of birth. That's really important. So yeah, I Googled it and I, I said, you know what? I, this seems like a, a, a profession that I can really get into. However, I was a store manager for Lululemon at the time and been doing retail for 23 years and kind of rolled with the punches with that. And, um, you know, after a few years of, of going through a, a bit of trauma myself, I had two miscarriages after my son um, and learning a lot about myself and working through that. I was gifted from my boss in Lululemon, um, the actual Dona workshop. So it's a three-day workshop to become trained as a birth doula. And she said, you are you are happy to take this invite and and do the training whenever you'd like. And um, I took advantage of that. And I took a full year off of work to focus solely on becoming a doula. And uh, since then, it's been the most magical time of my life. So I, as well, a few years ago, had no idea what a doula was. And now that I'm fully in it, it's definitely become my number one passion. Um, for supporting moms and supporting dads um, and being the most, being part of the most intimate part of their life is just so incredible. And like Britt said, being with, the, with them during your best friend's um, birth is incredible. And those who have been actually majority of my um, births so far have been good friends or good friends from Lululemon. Um, so I'm so grateful to be part of it. Hmm. I think your birth story, like I remember after you had Ryder and you just being like that, that was the most insane, amazing. And up until that point, I was really afraid of childbirth. And I honestly had said out loud so many times, like, I don't know if I'm going to have a kid because I'm so afraid of birth. And I think, you know, the way that media and movies especially make birth out to be of course, there's a lot of fear around it. But then there's the other side of hearing all of these fear-based stories. And so you kind of go into it being like, oh, this is just going to happen to me. Like, it's just this outside force that I don't have control over. But we actually have a lot more control over that experience than, than I think. And that's why I believe that having a doula makes a huge difference in that because you are providing the education and like the preparation, but it's while we're in it is everything. Because as soon as your brain like goes to that place of fear, your job is to bring it back into the body, bring it back into the moment and remind yourself that like you are actually designed to do this. Yeah. Yeah. You're meant to, your body is meant to give birth. Women do it all the time, every day. And you just think of how many other women are doing this in this world at this moment. And you're just such the powerful being. It's, it's awesome. So yeah, I, I think it's one of those things where doulas are there and I'm there knowing that I can't control the birth that you're having, but I can control the care that I give to you. Mm -hmm. And the number one thing that I've always had with um, others, especially women, is just this connection that I have to support women and show that they have the power and bring in the team that they have, like their birth partners or husbands, to really supporting, supporting them in it. Mm-hmm. That is, I, I mean, that's everything. I remember when, when I found out I was pregnant, I told Brian, I was like, I want a doula. This is before, by the way, found out that you were becoming a doula. And he was like, what? Like, wait, there, that's what I'm there for. I'm there to support you. I go, yeah, but like, do you know anything about childbirth? <laughs> like, no, but like people do it all the time. I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah. Totally. But there's so much more to it than just like being there for support. There's so many layers. And what we learned is like, you're really there supporting the dad as well, because I can imagine as a partner watching your partner be in physical pain, like we hate seeing people we love in pain. And even though it's pain with a purpose and it's powerful pain is still pain. And when you feel like you can't do anything about it, it can be really scary and help like helpless feeling. So explain your role as a doula, not only for the mom, but also for the partner. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think some women really, or families really think of doulas of, um, you know, maybe having a little bit of an interference 
with their dynamics together, whether it's in the hospital or at the home. And you know what I'm really there for is that extra person and that support to really support the mom during the physical aspects of it and supporting the partner to really show how we can actually put those comfort measures together and give each other some breaks, right? You know, I, I've spoken to a friend of yours who has her husband's no be, and she's like, it's not, it's not like delivering pizza. The average, <laughs> the average birth is about 15 hours, right? Um, and you still have um, pre-labor and active labor and all that. So it's, it's a, it's a marathon for sure. So I'm there the whole entire time for continuous support, the doula is there for continuous support, to be there with their with the mother and for the father to really support on what they can be doing at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so not only physically, but like emotionally for the father as well. I remember Brian asking me like, Peach, you just, you gotta tell me where to stand. And I was <laughs> like, <laughs> And I was like, absolutely. I'll show you where to stand, where to sit, where to squat. It's, and, you know, some, some dads and some partners are, are naturally more, um, I would say nurturing in some ways and some aren't, and they just need to give better direction. And I think the connection between me and the, their partner is going to be so, so important. Mm-hmm. So we really have this balance of supporting the mom. So she feels completely comforted and confident, whether it's in the hospital or at home. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's such an intimate experience. Like there's nothing more intimate than childbirth and, and vulnerable. I don't think you could possibly be any more vulnerable, not just the the person giving birth, but also the partner. Like it is just the most raw experience. So to invite someone in to be a part of it, that's not your OB or your midwife, like that is a big, that's a big responsibility. Yeah. So when people are a little bit like that, you know, they're like, how can I invite someone into this, like already very like raw, vulnerable experience. And they're uncomfortable by that. Like, how do you work through that? Yeah. So I think the most important thing is, is go with your gut instinct. Mm -hmm. I think it's like, if you, if you really trust that getting help from others is really important for you, um, even if you don't make that decision right away that I need a doula or, you know, that decision, whether you're going to have an OB or a midwife, really educate yourself and get talking, you know, like ask those important questions. Like, why is it important for you to be in the room with me? Why is it, what, what are these past experiences that you have? The more comfortable you are being with somebody in a room, having that connection is the most important part. Um, I really have really hoped that I make sure that my clients have this really good connection with their doctor, with their OB, with their midwife. That's the most important thing. The doula is just that secret ingredient, you know, that little tasty secret ingredient that you got to add on that nobody knows that that's the little secret ingredient that makes that chocolate chip cookie the best best chocolate. I mean, (laughs) Yes. A thousand percent. I, you know, I was saying before we hit record, like to me, a doula is not a nice to have. It's a must have. I knew the type of birthing experience that I wanted because I did my research. I started asking questions. I started like listening to other stories and honestly, like Peachy's always been a role model to me. So when I heard about her birth experience and how she perceived the experience, like it made me curious of like, Oh wait, So like you can have a good childbirth because up until that point, I never heard about a positive birthing experience. Like it was so foreign and, you know, there is a part of it. And I've kind of felt this way too. And I had someone reach out to me that was like, I had such a good experience, but I feel ashamed to share it because most women don't. And I'm like, no, that's why you need to share it more because why are we shaming ourselves for having good experience? If we actually talked about the good experiences, I truly believe that more women would have a positive birthing experience because we're like, it's information, it's expansion. It's like showing what's possible. You know, we talk about pain-free birth. I'm like, there's no such thing as pain-free. Like it's not comfortable. You're not getting a massage. You're like, that is, it's not like, it's not the most like relaxing experience, but you can control your internal state. So there's meaning behind it. 
Um, so I think that like that, what you said is like the relationship with your OB or midwife is key. And I kind of, I want to touch on like what the difference is. Cause I know when I've talked about my doula, they're like, people confuse it. They're like, Oh, is that, is that your midwife? Like, what's the difference? And, and there is a big distinction between a doula and a midwife. So tell me what the distinction is. Yeah. So doulas really just have that wealth of information and knowledge in aspects of emotional support, like we said, physical support, um, but they do not give any medical care at all. Um, so we give as much information as we can pre-labor and then during labor, we educate if something medical comes up. We support by giving that information to the parents on what they can do. Mm -hmm. um, and we're really just like that extra support for um, all information. And, you know, I think the biggest thing is like understanding how they can speak up during um, conversations they, that weren't expected mm -hmm. during their birth. Mm -hmm. So everybody has a birth plan or, um, you know, what they want to ha have going on, but it's always going to be something different. And oh, we're yeah. really here to coach them during that time to, to know what the difference is between it all. Um, and it's really hard to make those decisions when you are in the middle of a contraction or you have no idea what's, well, you know, these feelings that, that's coming up for you and you have to pivot into some other direction. Um, you know, what the OBs and the midwives will do is give you those medical options and we are here to support them to really understand that. The one thing that I do love about being a doula is just being there through the whole entire experience, you know, from being there um, in pre-labor at your house, you know, and supporting you, taking you to the hospital, supporting dad to pack up the bags, supporting to make sure that you have enough water. Um, and that's, that's the biggest difference of like somebody extra being there the whole entire time that continuous support is the biggest. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a, a big, big difference between whether your OB and your midwife is there during the time of your labor, which mm -hmm. if you're a first time mom or parent or, or if you've had kids before, you've noticed that the OB or the midwife does not come until, you know, the, the, main, event. <laughs> the main event and the main event is hours after, you know, pre-labor. So mm -hmm. the biggest thing is, I think one thing is like, we don't, provide anything that's medical, but we are everything else. So we are the cherry on top supporting everything to um, giving you those guidance of like, I think it's starting my labor is starting, what do I do? Um, I, you know, give that support during that time, because usually um, OBs, some mostly midwives sometimes are really great about really giving you that support throughout your whole entire labor. But I'm there to be there the whole time, whether you're not in labor or not. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I think you just nailed it. It's like the OB, like, I mean, my, I mean, granted my, my labor was only, it was like half of what it nor quote unquote normally is. Right. So my midwife got there just in time for the main event. I mean, baby girl was almost born in the car for sure. But I think that's a really important indicator to remember is like, yeah, you're building a relationship with your doctor, but also like, they're not there that whole time. <laughs> like they are going to come right at the end. And so by having that person there, that's like supportive for both the, the, the mom and the partner is I think what makes or breaks your experience because there is so much that is happening and it's happening very fast. And I think just to have that person that knows exactly what you want and yes, birth plans. I don't even think I wrote a birth plan. I was like, this is what I want. I had three things that I wanted. I'm like, if it doesn't happen, I'm not attached to it. But like just being able to be that like bridge between the communication is so important. It's, I mean, it's everything. I, I think also because I didn't have like an idea, like a birth plan that I was like really attached to my birth was better than I had ever could have imagined. Like it was beyond my wildest dreams. And I think because I really did allow myself to, to surrender and just like allow the process to unfold exactly as yeah. it's supposed to. Yeah. I think that that's an, the, 
most important thing that you said, Britt, is that you were in deep surrender the whole time because you trusted me and Brian to work together to get you to the hospital right on time and not worry about how long your contractions were or how strong they are. You barely were talking to me, right? No, um, it was a lot yeah. of nonverbal communication, but it was like, we were, we were locked in it. We were loaded, but like there was no communication going on verbally. Right. Yeah. So like those importance of like, yeah, I have to have my contraction timer going on. I have to do this. I have to make sure that I get in time, um, you know, five minutes apart, you know, and all those things. And I'm like, you know what? The doula is there to know those things. And it naturally comes to all doulas, how far apart your, your contraction should be. Yeah. Um, so the mom can really focus on their, on her body mm-hmm. and be in deep surrender, really trust their body is going to progress in a way that they need to, to make sure that this birth process is as smooth as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think the key word is just trust and surrender. Like that was, that was everything. The moment that I did surrender, things happened so fast. Like I just, re- I remember the moment that I surrendered. I was just like, like my body is meant to do this, just surrender. It was like in my head, just over and over surrender, surrender. And then right from that point, I mean, you probably remember better than I do. It just, things progressed so quickly at that point. Yes, it was (laughs) your, yours is a little bit of a unicorn experience. So, um, yeah, coming, coming to your house, it's at three 30 in the morning. It's, it progressed pretty fast from you getting ready and taking showers and you just surrendering, surrendering in your bathtub. And, uh, it did seem like within that hour we were, we were, we got to move along and I'm texting your obese, uh, your midwife saying, yes, we got, we got to move out of here. We got to leave. I I remember looking at you and being like, how am I going to, how am I going to get from the toilet to the hospital? I'm like, you you better have a magic portal. That's just going (laughs) to eject me and land me in that hospital. Cause right now this is my safe space. And you looked at me, you literally looked at, and this is, I mean, you are designed for this peachy because you looked at me in the eyes and you were like, we're just going to do it. And I was like, okay, we're just going to do it. And that's what I kept telling myself. We're just going to do it because I was a little bit afraid. I was like, I, this is where it's happening. And you were like, nope, we're going to do it. We're going to get to the hospital. It's going to be great. And I was like, okay. And you looked at Brian and you're like, this is exactly what's supposed to be happening. And you just like are so grounded. And I think having that person that's so grounded during this like crazy intense experience makes, makes it exactly how, how, I mean, I intended for it to be. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's such an important part of, um, I think my, my life purpose is to really be a grounding force to a grounding soundboard, um, for anybody who I support. And I think that's why I loved my birth so much is that beyond all the chaos and pain that you have in your body, I fully trusted it. And now that I can be that support person for other people, it's been, it's, been amazing and knowing that um, everything is supposed to happen exactly how it's supposed to be. And, and we can get all, we have all the support we need um, at that moment. And we just need to take it one, one moment at a time, (laughs) one breath at a time. Well, I also want to acknowledge you because you have gone through, like after you had Ryder, you've experienced two miscarriages and for you to use that and want to help other like moms go through this transition into motherhood and like be a part of their birthing experience. Like that's not easy. Like, I just want to acknowledge you for that because it'd be so much easier to just like avoid birth altogether. Right. It's like, I don't want to talk about birth. I don't want to be around it, but instead you have chosen to open up to it and immerse yourself into it. And that's really, really powerful. And like being in a place of, of service. So tell me how that experience has been for you. Yeah, thanks, B. Um, I think my my way of working through trauma is really talking through it and and facing it full steam ahead. You know, I think I had my time of mourning with my two miscarriages and mourning the control that I thought I had to have um, for a family that I wanted, siblings for Ryder, so on and so forth. And I I really you know, the main thing that I know that I can do well is action. 
and the action I need to do is support others and see their joys and see them go through this time that um, is so powerful. So other people's power empower me to be a better human. And um, I think building my own um, business to have this type of community for others was so important for me to go through and work through my trauma myself. Of course, I'll have the rest of my life to go through this, but each birth that I've had for the past couple of years has healed me in so many ways. Um, and, you know, it's, it's made me become this amazing, honorable auntie for all these amazing babies. And with trauma and experience, it's the main thing is to work through it with the people that you love. And that's not only with my husband, but then also others that are going through um, a similar experience and they can, they can bring the joys to you yourself. So I feed off other people's joy. That's probably why me and B are best friends. So <laughs> that's why we get along so well for the yeah. past 10 years. Yeah. And um, just having that time with them during this most intimate time of their lives um, is so powerful. I remember coming home from my first birth and it was a long, it was a long, long birth. It was a in-home birth and it ended up being a hospital birth. And it was a, two good friends of mine. And it was about over a little bit of a 50 hour labor. And as exhausting it, as it was, I came home from, from the long couple days and my husband looked at me and he was like, you are the most exhausted I've ever seen you, but you are the happiest mm. I've ever seen you. Mm. You have to do this the rest of your life. Mm. And, you know, I took that as a grain of salt being a store manager at the time. I'm like, yeah, this seems like something on the side I can do. Um, but I quickly found out that, you know, I really need to do this and um, be the main part of my job for life. Um, I want to be a birth doula forever. I want to be an educator forever. I want to support women to feel empowered and feel like honored to tell their birth story mm -hmm. um, and, and work through it with them. Mm -hmm. During birth and after birth, I love having that relationship and co close connection with all the moms and parents afterwards. Um, that's just who my, who my community is now. And it's amazing to see everybody grow. Mm. Okay. Well, yeah. so many things that you just shared, like gave me the chills, just even you coming home, being utterly exhausted, like first experience, but also so lit up. It's like, that's like one of the key indicators that you're on the right, on the right path. And just to be able to transform the, the trauma that you've gone through into something positive and just open up to it. I mean, our tendency is to turn the other way and avoid it, but you have opened up to it and have helped women in this transition. And it's just, it's so beautiful and it's so powerful. And yes, <laughs> we definitely like had an instant connection because we do feed off of other people's joy and we love pumping people up and like being there to support them. <laughs> so it does make sense why we connected instantly at Lululemon. God bless Lululemon, right? Like <laughs> seriously, <laughs> but you're such a leader. You know, when I worked at Lululemon, you were in a leadership position and I just always looked up to you of how you handled difficult conversations, how you carried yourself, how you showed up every single day and was just like peachy. Like you're so authentic. And I think that's what carries into this role as a doula. Like you can expect that groundedness. You can expect it to be exactly you. Like sometimes you need to laugh. Sometimes you need, like, there's just these moments. And I feel like you're very in tune to what is needed, like the energy that's needed in, in those moments. Um, Oh my gosh. There's so many other questions that I have. It's just, I get so lit up about this because it, I think has the power to transform just our narrative as a society around child birth. Like, I just, I think it's the most amazing thing. Like I was talking to someone the other day and I was like, I know this sounds crazy, but like, I can't wait to do it again. And I'm like, I want everybody to, to feel that way. Like to be able to be like, that was such an incredible experience. I can't wait to do it again. If you want to have more kids, of course, like one is perfectly enough. But for me, I would do it again and again, just to meet Ellie. I would do it in a heartbeat. 
because it was that transformative for me. Um, and I think having, you know, this conversation and having people like you peachy, like be a voice being advocate to have a positive birth experience is everything. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's one of those things where I, I was the same way for it. I was like, I can't wait to have another baby. I'm going to birth doula myself. That was my main goal. I was like, before I become a birth doula, I want to doula my next baby so I can experience this on my own. Um, and that's when I had the two miscarriages of like, this is how can I, how can I make this real to support others? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that I, I think when we go back to a hundred years ago, where majority of women had multiple women helping them during their birth. And that's where it all, all, you know, doulas and the support team, the birth team all came from is back in the day, you know, we had lots of women support you on like having, having birth. And it's mostly women that already had birth. So you can really support them during this time. And now, um, recently in the past, you know, 40 years, it's been, you know, a lot of women going into hospitals and knowing that there is going to be a medical team to support them, Mm -hmm. but how can they support them with this continuous support that they need Mm -hmm. throughout the whole entire time? Mm -hmm. Um, so they can really trust their body into these transitions of going into, a cold hospital that doesn't feel comforting to them. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, doula came from a Greek word means woman caregiver. So it really did start with caregiving and they were actually servants back in the day. And now that um, we are servants, we're really experienced professionals to come in to really support parents. And I'm really hoping, you know, as of now in the past couple of years, um, 9% about like 9.8% of women has had a doula support them, which majority of all those 9.8% of women say that they would never take back having a doula support. Um, So I'm really like in the future, really seeing how women and doulas can really support parents going forward, you know, when I just started this profession a couple of years ago, my sister-in-law is a wedding planner. And I'm like, a ton of people spend a ton of money on their wedding that they have for a few hours. And they drop like 30 grand. And they're like, it was amazing. And it was great. And it's like, Tula, I'm not really sure. I'm not sure if I want to spend, you know, that money for my birth. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So that's just what it just blew my mind of like, oh my gosh, we Uh need to change this perspective Uh of what a birth doula can do for the whole dynamics of the whole entire family. It's really restoring and living through that experience so that they can really talk about their experience the rest of their lives and say, this has started this relationship of me as a parent and started this relationship that I have with my son and daughter and re relived this amazing experience that I have with my partner now. So mm-hmm. it's like, how can I, how can I be that support person or that wedding planner? That's going right. to be there all the time. Totally. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I, yeah. I mean, I love that you said that because it's so true. How much time and energy goes into planning a wedding? And, and obviously like resources, money and like with birth, I hear people like, I'm just going to wing it. And I was one of those people for sure. Like in the beginning, I was like, I'm just going to see what happens. I am so glad I didn't follow that path because the preparation and the knowledge that I acquired in the nine months that I was pregnant, it, 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 it set me up to have this beautiful transition into motherhood. I mean, it's bumpy as hell, but I do think that like your birth kind of sets the tone for what's to come. Like, of course it's not rainbows and butterflies, but like, I think I, I mean, based off of my experience, you know, we'll, we'll test this. If, you know, if I am blessed to have another child, um, I'll test it again. I'll be like, all right. So we did this one time. Let's see what happens around two, because I just view everything in my life kind of as a science experiment. And I'm just like the most fascinating, like science experiment. So I'm very curious to see how the, the practices that I did 
going into my first birth, how that plays into my second one. Now knowing what I know even more, like I feel like I have more knowledge and more uh, understanding of the physiology physiology that goes into it. Um, I did kind of want to briefly touch on, you know, medical interventions and going to hospital because I, you know, I think we have this misconception that going to being, being in a hospital is a safe birth. And I do believe like sometimes intervention is necessary, but I don't think that necessarily makes it safer. So I'm very curious about like what your thoughts are about that as a doula, like kind of being that voice, that advocate for the parents. Yeah. I, you know, people always say, and even in my last birth that I just had last Saturday, I went into the hospital and they asked the mom right away. They're like, Oh, were you planning to have an epidural or you just have a doula as well? And I think people just generally think if you have a doula, you're going to just have a natural birth. And that's not the case. No. Um, a, A doula and myself, especially as my values as a doula is to support the mom on whatever way they want to take this birth, whether they take medical intervention, um, if they want to go natural, um, any way possible that's going to make this experience um, as smooth as possible. So yes, I think it's, it's important for every mom when you're pregnant to learn about every medical intervention that they can mm-hmm. get because things change when they get to the hospital. And, you know, medical doctors are there to have medical interventions, you know, they're there for that. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I think it's a a beautiful thing. I've had a couple of my clients that had their epidurals and they were on cloud nine. (laughs) And it was incredible to see them back in action after the epidural started working through. So I think it's more, it's important to know that like, if you choose a doula, have a doula um, that supports you in any decisions that's going to make you um, happy and more powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the education part is the most important thing. You know, it's, it, you know, if you want to get an epidural, how do you learn about recovery from getting ep- epidurals? What are the side effects that you can get from epidurals? What are the side effects of cesareans as well? Um, birth doulas do support um, cesareans as well. I've never personally done a cesarean, but I've known other birth doulas that have. So um, there's birth doulas for birth, there's postpartum, et cetera. And I think that they um, support in any way, whatever medical um, interventions you want to take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's so important to, to touch on because hiring a doula doesn't mean that you have to have an unmedicated birth. I mean, again, you just, you have to do your research. You have to understand what all of the options are and just pay attention to what your values are and what is important to you. Like what type of experience that you want to have being prepared and being educated is everything. Like I knew, and it was funny because I would kind of be like, I'm planning on unmedicated, but like if I need to get an epidural, I will. Like, it was kind of like I was half in half out. And it was a lot of the time, because when I would tell people, they look at me like I'm crazy. They're like, why would you do unmedicated when there's like pain management? I'm like, I don't take Tylenol. Like I don't take pain medicine. Like I have done plenty of things where I'm like, I just don't like putting that in my body, but that's my value. That doesn't mean it's right or wrong. That's just me. That's just who I am. But I could feel myself feeling like questioning my decision to do it. And then it comes down to that trust. Like you have to trust yourself. You have to trust that your body knows exactly what it's meant to do. And it's mindset. Like I I really believe that birth is 90% mindset and 10% physical. Yes. Yes. Cause you're, you know, a lot of women think that it's, um, or like Hollywood perceives it, it's that giving birth. And when you're, when you're pushing and you're giving birth, it's all this physical, like strain um, <laughs> and it's it's the total opposite of that right it's, it's so like you said full surrender full relaxation how can you support yourself by letting go right like letting go of knowing that this is a um a pain that is going that is completely safe and you really like feel that surrender throughout it and i think that's the most important thing to know during birth and 
when when giving birth, I think it's 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 such a cool thing to ha- to have this doula there this whole entire time and majority of the time during the pushing phase, I just I become the photographer. I was just gonna so- say I was like <laughs> the other bonus of having a doula is you get yeah. dope photos. One of my favorite pictures, and maybe I'll share it because you you um you censored the <laughs> you censored the top. But it was when I got to see Ellie's face for the first time. I mean, there is mm-hmm. that photo I will cherish for like a cry every time I think about it. I will cherish that photo, that moment for the rest of my life. And I'll get to show that to her one day and be like, this is when I met you for the first time. And that is the best thing ever. I mean, that to me is just priceless. I mean, I love photos as it is, but to have that moment captured, I didn't even know that was going on, which is even better is like getting these photos afterwards and being like, Oh my God, like that was the moment that I met her was, I just, it was so beautiful. So it is has become the unofficial photographer. I think like some doulas actually are like photographers, like they bring a professional camera, but like, you don't need a professional camera. You just need an iPhone. Yeah, no. So a lot of doulas are certified in photography and videography to take those pictures afterwards. And I'm definitely not certified in any of those ways. Uh, But you're damn good with an iPhone camera. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And there's something so amazing and so raw about getting a video of dad cutting the cord of just taking those pictures of like in the moment and having those pictures of the family together um, of those incredible raw moments is my favorite, like for sure. And when I share them right away um, to the families, they're like, this is why I, wa- I asked you if I could take a video because some people don't want videos for it. And I asked for permission if I could just take a few and they they will cherish those moments forever. For ever. I've watched those videos over and over again. Like the moment when they say it's a girl, like I got, you got that on video because when you're in it, you're like, what's happening. And then being able to relive that is just, it's so beautiful. And it's just so amazing. Like what the role that you play in the whole experience. And I know personally, I'm so grateful. I know that my birth, I don't think would, would have been as incredible and powerful, um, if it wasn't for you, like that's just without a doubt, Brian. And I talk about it all the time, like afterwards, cause he was a skeptic. Cause he was like, Oh, is a doula just like another woo thing that you do? I'm like, are we calling in the universe? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, yes, there's a part of that. Yes. Yes. Cause that's who I am. But afterwards he was like, I think every single person he's talked to that's pregnant, he probably like texted and be like, you need a doula, like you need a doula. And we are like the biggest, biggest advocates to it because our experience was so, so, so special. And you know, that's large part. Thanks to you. Thanks V it's, it's the best feeling in the world watching not only your best friends have babies and all your friends and live in those moments, um, and be there as a support person is the best thing in the world besides having your own baby. <laughs> you get yeah. to be a, like a child. I mean, the whole miracle of life, you get to see that. And that, I mean, is the best. I was like, I totally get it. I'm like, I, like just to be a part of that is just, it's so special. Yeah. So special. So- I remember taking an Uber home from your birth, um, coming back from Banner. And it was, you know, I think it was like seven, eight in the morning, because you had Ellie so early. So it was probably breakfast time. And the Uber driver was like, Oh, where are you coming from? And I was like, Oh, I just helped, um, you know, a birth because I'm a birth doula. And he was just like, that's one of the coolest jobs I've ever heard. Like, that's a, that's a really awesome thing to be part of. I'm like, I know. It just like <laughs> makes me sad because it, I mean, so cry of happiness. It's like so cool. So um, yeah, just, just love having this like part of my life and support me of what's filling my cup um, as a, as a friend, as a mom, as a, as a wife just to always help others um, enrich their lives going forward, because that birth story you will have forever and you'll have those memories forever and you can't stop thinking about it. You can't stop talking about it. So I get to fully be there firsthand. So um, it's really cool. So if someone is considering a doula or they're, you know, they've listened to this conversation and they're kind of curious now, what would be a next step for them? Yeah. So 
I'm always happy to talk to somebody, whether it's through a phone conversation or a text, um, just to talk through like what a doula support can help um, them with, whether they're local here in the Phoenix area or even out of state. I've helped um, a couple of my friends, my cousins out of state really talk through what a doula can support them. I was gonna go travel to visit them, but it didn't work out with the pandemic, but I love talking through birth um, with others and how they can get supported with a doula or even anything. Um, and of course, there's tons of information online. I am trained and certified through um, DONA, so Doulas of North America. It's actually the first um, doula um, certification that's ever created in North America. So it's one of the biggest out there. They have tons of information on there that you can look at. And yeah, my website is doulapeachy.com. You can reach me at doulapeachy at gmail.com. You can text me as well um, through my website and I'm happy to support you in any way. Amazing. So I think the other thing too is when you are like going down this this path and you're like considering a doula, um, an OB or a midwife, because these are the, you know, the steps that you take. If you do high, like most midwife, midwives and doulas kind of are like hand in hand, but if you go de- the OB route, you want to make sure that they welcome in a doula. Like if having a doula is important to you, you do want to make sure that your OB is okay with that because some aren't and that's okay, but they might not be the right fit for you. So that's just something to consider because, um, if you're like, hell yes to a doula, you have to make sure that like your other team members are okay with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like that's, that's huge. Cause not everybody, not ev- like, not all medical professionals are on the same page. Yeah. And I, I find majority of the hospitals that I've been supporting, um, you know, five now have been really open and really awesome to doulas because mm-hmm. we're helping them, right? We're right. helping the medical staff. The nurses might have multiple rooms that are full um, that they need to support. So I'm really supportive to all the nurses there. Um, my last birth last Saturday was just so welcoming of having a doula and they're like, okay, this is, this is what we can do together. And this is how can you support, um, during labor and even after labor with, Mm -hmm. um, support with breastfeeding, et cetera. So, yeah, I think it's really important to really talk to your, um, the medical professional that's going to be supporting you first, Mm -hmm. um, to see, you know, how, how you want to be treated, how do you want to be taken care of throughout the whole entire time, um, while you're in the hospital or at home. Yeah, definitely. Take the time to do this, my friend, if you're listening or you're even planning, like you could, you don't have to be pregnant to like start learning all of this stuff. Like, I think the more you can learn and immerse yourself with this information, the better. Cause even like the mindset work that I did, it did, wasn't just like a month before I gave birth. Like I was doing mindset work. I mean, I've been doing mindset work before I got pregnant, but then especially when I was pregnant, I was just practicing over and over again. So I didn't have to search for it. It would just come for, come to me. So, you know, the more proactive you can be in your approach to childbirth, I think the more likely you are to stack, you know, it in your favor, like, you know, you can't, there's a lot of things that are beyond our control, but I do believe that you can be proactive in, in that experience. So uh, P so great. I'm just, I'm so grateful for you. I'm like, I will carry my birth story and proudly and share it like, and it had so much to do with your presence and your role in the whole experience. So I'm forever grateful for that and for you. And when Ellie hears Peachy's voice, she smiles because it's one of the (laughs) first voices that she ever heard. And she like knows it's so crazy. So like, I'm just going to always cherish that because it's truly so special. Oh my gosh, Britt. Well, seeing you, you know, not only the 10 years of friendship that we've had together, but seeing you work into your power here as a leader, but also become a mom and share this experience together is is the best thing ever. And Mm -hmm. um, I appreciate you and thank you for allowing me to be part of your birth. All the moms and dads out there, it's, it's such an honor every single time. Um, and yeah, I, I never take advantage of how special it is to be part of that room 
all the time. So thank you so much. Yeah. So is there anything else that you want to share before we wrap up? I'll put your information in the show notes in case anyone has any questions or wants to reach out, but is there anything else before we wrap up? No, you know, I think the main thing for most moms out there want to be moms is just say something, reach out. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be afraid. It's okay to talk through it be vulnerable, be open, because that's how you're going to work through all your shit that you need to work through Mm -hmm. to be fully prepared for this (laughs) incredible experience. So yeah, be open. Because I think that's the main reason why it's been so successful. And that I've been so successful is that vulnerability is the main thing that you can choose. So you can be open in, in birth and in your life. So thank mm, you. I'm so glad that you shared that. It is so true. It's like the more you can open up to all the stuff that comes up, the fear, the doubt, like I read something the other day, like pregnancy is supposed to trigger you because mm-hmm. it's, it's uprooting all of this stuff. And if we continue to push it down, you know, we're going to push it, like we're going to have more, um, tension in our body, but when we can like dig it up and let it go, I think it like transforms the whole experience into motherhood as well. So, oh, so good, P. Thank you so much for your time and sharing your gift. And thank you for deciding to become a doula. Because if it wasn't for you having that moment or someone planting the seed, I wouldn't have had the experience that I had and and all the other moms and, and parents that you've helped. So like, it's just such a blessing. And I feel like it's just the gift that keeps on giving. Thanks, P. Thanks for having me. Oh, man. I think one of the best things about having this podcast is having these conversations with my friends. I know some of the most incredible, inspiring human beings, and I'm so blessed. I love my story with Peachy. We met each other 10 years ago at Lululemon and had an instant connection through Daft Punk and have been friends ever since. And we've been there through so many life events. And to have her be a part of my birthing experience was incredible. Now, I realize that most people might not have this connection with their doula, but I have heard incredible stories of other people having doulas that made their birthing experience so wonderful. And I know that not everybody gets to have the experience that they hoped for, but hopefully when you hire a birth team that's, that is there to be your voice and your advocate, you can at least stack it in your favor so it can go the way that you want, but also ultimately surrendering and letting go of that control and knowing that you have people there to support you, knowing that they are going to do whatever is best for mama. Ugh. I just, I could talk about this forever and ever. I am the biggest advocate of a doula. If it's a new concept to you, reach out, ask me how my experience was. I'd be happy to answer any questions that you might have. I do think that it is such, I don't, I don't think that it's a, a nice to have. Like it is a must have. Like Peachy and I said on the episode, like people spend so much time and money planning for their wedding, which is just one day. I think that if we all did that for our births, it would be, you know, again, there's circumstances beyond our control, but if we plan for birth and then postpartum, like the way we plan for our weddings, I mean, what would happen? Like what would happen if we invested in our, our childbirth and fourth trimester, the way we invest in our wedding? You know, most weddings can range from like 30K to 50K. Um, and that's being modest these days. Like imagine if you invested 50K in your childbirth and postpartum, like what would happen? Things would be much different, I think. Anyway, I digress, but I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, please reach out to me or Peachy. I want to know what your biggest takeaway was. So tag us on Instagram with this podcast episode. Share this with a friend, someone who might be considering a doula or who's pregnant and is curious. Remember to love yourself, own your happiness, and let your light shine because you're so worthy of it, my friend. 